name is Liesl Solomon and thank you for joining us. Today we're going to have a chat about powers of attorney and how you can use powers of attorney to simplify your life when it comes to property transactions. Before we start, it's important to know that there are various types of powers of attorneys. There's a power of attorney to transfer, which is the most common one we use as conveyances today. And then we have special powers of attorney as well as general powers of attorney. A power of attorney to transfer is used where a principal nominates an agent to register a property transaction on their behalf. So in practice, what we do is our sellers would then nominate any of our conveyances who will be executing on a day to transfer a property to the purchaser on the day of registration. Um, these powers of attorneys have formalities and are, on how they are executed. The conveyance of preparing the power of attorney will ensure that all the details in the power of attorney are correct and that we can proceed with the transfer. On this power of attorney, you'll have the names of the seller, the names of the purchaser, the property description, the purchase price, and very importantly, it'll be dated and duly witnessed by two competent witnesses or a commissioner of oaths. Um, we'll chat a bit about witnesses in a bit, but that's just roughly what a power of attorney to transfer is. This specific power of attorney to transfer is lodged together with your deed of transfer in the deeds office and it is used to register the property into the name of the purchaser. A special power of attorney, on the other hand, is where a principal nominates an agent to act on their behalf for a specific property transaction. So in this case, it's where the principal can't act by themselves, whether they be overseas or they are incapable of signing the specific power of attorney to pass transfer. They will nominate someone like a friend or a family member or someone who they entrust to act on their behalf. This person, let's call it a friend, will then sign the power of attorney to transfer and all other documents that go with the transfer of the property into the name of a purchaser. Very important to know that a special power of attorney to transfer only authorizes the agent to act in one capacity and that is to pass transfer of the property. So you can't list a host of things to do on a special power of attorney um, and once that power of attorney has exhausted itself in that the property has been registered, the power of attorney will then lapse and be of no more force and effect. This specific power of attorney is lodged together with your power of attorney to transfer and it is also registered in the deeds office on the day of registration. So what we do on a deed of transfer is that we'll refer not only to the power of attorney and the date that it was signed by the agent, but also to the power of attorney, the special power of attorney and the date that it was signed by the principal authorizing the agent to act on their behalf. General powers of attorney are a little bit more complicated and this is when you have a host of business that you need your agent to conduct on your behalf. So we see a general power as a collection of special powers of attorney. So not only can you authorize your agent to pass transfer on your behalf, but you can also authorize your agent to conduct any business in South Africa on your behalf. So be it sale of shares or leasing of your property or registration of a mortgage bond, they can conduct that on the principal's behalf. Given that this is such a broad authority that the principal gives the agent, it is law that the general power of attorney must be registered in the deeds office as a separate document. So it'll get a specific number and it'll be available in the deeds office 
for the principal if they've lost the copy that they can order a, a lost copy of the general power of attorney and um, that specific general original power of attorney will be needed when we pass transfer. So again, when we pass transfer, we'll refer not only to the special power of attorney to pass transfer, but also to the general power of attorney authorizing the agent to act on behalf of the principal in this specific matter. Unlike the special power of attorney, it does not lapse after registration has taken place, but it lives on as long as the life of the principal or until the principal decides to cancel it. Then let's just quickly chat about the formalities of powers of attorney. Firstly, there's no specific form in which a power of attorney can be drafted. However, it must be witnessed by two competent witnesses. So a competent witness is anyone over the age of 14, but it can also be one witness in its capacity as a commissioner of oaths. A power of attorney needs to be initialed at every alteration that is made on the page and if it's not initialed by all the parties to the power of attorney, it will be questioned by the deeds registry. When a power of attorney is signed overseas and we'd like to use it in South Africa, there's a few things that we need to know. So firstly, most, most foreigners who are registering property in South Africa aren't able to sign the powers of attorney to pass transfer in South Africa. So if a seller lives abroad and they'd like to pass transfer or a seller lives abroad and they'd like to register a mortgage bond in South Africa and they can't sign in South Africa, they'll have to appoint an agent or they'll have to have the documents formally authenticated. So authentication means when applied to a document, the verification of any signature thereon. Powers of attorneys signed outside of the Republic of South Africa for use in South Africa must be authenticated in terms of Rule 63 of the High Court or as stipulated in the Convention Abolishing the Requirements of Legislation for Foreign Public Documents, the Hague Convention. According to Rule 63, any documents executed in any place outside of the Republic of South Africa is deemed to be sufficiently authenticated by the signature and official seal of the head of the South African diplomatic or consular mission in that country, a consul general, consul vice, or a consular agent of the United Kingdom. Any government official of the foreign country in question who is authorized to authenticate documents or any person of that country who can prove by a certificate issued by a person mentioned above to be duly authorized to authenticate such documents. Then lastly, a notary public in the United Kingdom of Great Britain, Northern Ireland, Botswana, Lesotho, Swaziland, or Zimbabwe for the authentication of any one of those documents. So those are the people who could authenticate documents if they are signed abroad, and that'll be sufficient for the use of of transfers in South Africa. However, if the country where the document must be signed and the country where the document must be used are both members of the Hague Convention, the authentication in terms of the provisions of the Convention must be applied and not those of Rule 63 of the High Court. In this instance, please visit www.hcch.net for more information to see who are members of the Hague Convention. The only formality that is required here is that the specific authority authenticates the signature as an additional certificate called an apostille. So that can, this can either be done on the power of attorney or it can be attached to the power of attorney in the form of an along to the document.
Then to end off, it is very important to note the validity and the cancellation of a power of attorney. So as previously stated, a power of attorney can no longer be used if a principal is mentally incapable of understanding the contents thereof. Other than that, a power of attorney will also lapse when a principal passes away, when a principal is declared insolvent, and like we said, when a principal is mentally incapable of understanding the contents thereof. A power of attorney will also lapse when it has exercised its purpose. So with a special power of attorney, once the property has been registered in the name of a purchaser, the power of attorney will lapse as it has completed its purpose. A power of attorney will also be of no further force and effect if it is revoked by the principal. In this case, the agent has no authority to act and the power of attorney will deem no purpose. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website, www.sdbb.co.za.